So uh, thank you for taking a bit of your time um, to to do this interview with us on behalf of TACT. Um, this is just a, a very a very simple interview because you're getting to know one of Malta's leading esports athletes. Um, so it's it's a pleasure and thank you for your time. Thank you for having me as well. All right. So um, shall we start with the questions, Brian? Yes, yes. Okay, then. So um, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself, kind of? Okay, so my name is Sean Garia. I am 21 years old and I have, have been playing um, video games since I can remember. And right now I'm a professional FIFA player. All right. Okay. So what, what, what does that uh, kind of, what does that mean? Kind of since you've, uh, you remember, how long does that go? Um, since PlayStation 1, Whoa, me okay. and my brother used to play Crash Bandicoot on, on PlayStation 1 with my family as well. The golden so it's days. been a long time. Okay, the golden days, yeah? Crash, Crash yeah. 2, which one? You, Crash, yeah. Crash Racing, yeah, all no, of that. That was good. <laughs> okay, so it's all kind of... You've been raised in this culture of esports and yes, this culture yes. of gaming, yeah? Okay. And back then, did you know that that uh, gaming would have played such an important role in your life? To be honest, I didn't think it would evolve this much. I thought competing was going to be at a certain level and that's it. But th this past couple of years, we have seen esports go beyond levels. That's true. That's true. And the um, if you had to tell us kind of something which I find really interesting in, in the in the esports world is that like you'd have your nickname kind of and your nickname is Brancha. In fact, I got a bit confused in the beginning of the interview. Should I refer to you as Brancha or should I refer to you as Sean? Um, and kind of the history, what 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 brought in that name? Um, have you had it for a long time? Yeah, yeah. Um, Brancha was actually a name a nickname which me and my brother um, made up when we used to play on one account so branch is brandon and sean combined so brent sure okay and and then i took on the account by myself because my brother plays on pc you know okay all right so kind of you're you're carrying the legacy of two brothers yes. who started off like together you seem to have a good relationship yes. with your brother brand Yes, actually, yes. Okay. Do you prefer do you prefer Sean or Brancha? I don't know what what I'm going to um, call you throughout. Actually, I I prefer, not I prefer, but I am used to being called Brancha nowadays. Yes. Like when someone calls me by my real name, I just, I just feel a bit strange sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so used to being called Brancha at this okay. point. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. We kind of touched up on uh, on the next question that I had in mind, kind of. But um, for like everyone, would you like guide us through what is esports, kind of what what's this new phenomenon that's been currently emerging from the world? Yeah, so esports is basically like any other sports when it comes to football, any other sports. Just a really competitive environment where people play um, video games against each other, and the esports, this sector is really, really huge. Many people just don't know about it, especially the um, the old generation. And 
many players are, are participating in this sector, trying to reach the top. Yes, yeah. It's definitely booming right now. And like, um, count, I can think of countless players competing at the highest level. So, so yes. And I do agree that the older generation seem not to, to be that much aware of, of what esports yes, means. Yes. Um, so it would be interesting to to see how esports develops as time continues to unfold, you know. Um, and what like when you speak of video games, kind of what video games have you played, and what games have like uh, you you've excelled in? Um, basically, my main games have always been FIFA and Call of Duty. I I have been playing Call of Duty for like fourteen years now. Mm-hmm. And I'm still playing Call of Duty behind the scenes when I'm not playing FIFA. So, okay. so yeah. So kind of the way that you approach Call of Duty is that different from how you approach FIFA, for instance? Yeah, I mean, I play Call of Duty just for fun, but still, deep inside me, I'm still competitive in, in Call of Duty as well. Yeah. Okay. So, so what strikes me kind of is like... Um, it's like playing a particular sport at a at a at a professional level. That would be your FIFA, and then you'd have that game yes, or that, yes. that that place where you kind of unwind. You can you can still take out your competitive edge, but you're doing it more on a casual level, kind of when it comes to Call exactly, of Duty. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Okay. But it, but you're still you emphasize that you're still competitive in both in both aspects. Yes. Yes. Actually, I I play Call of Duty each day, and I'm still competitive in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's just something in me, I guess. Yeah. So a lot of people would say that kind of casual would be more like um, relaxed and all that. Yeah, like, I think yeah, like Grand Theft Auto and stuff. But it's still every game, like every game I, I touch, I just compete in it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, uh, it becomes part of who you are, kind of. You just want to win, kind of. You just want to yeah, peak yeah. your performance. Okay. And... Like uh, you mentioned, COD and and uh, and FIFA's games that you're good at. And what games would you struggle in? A bit of a like. I I don't really um, remember like a game where I struggle in. Like okay. I I don't I don't really know. Maybe Rocket League or okay. Fortnite now, which Fortnite began very like. Now Fortnite is such a huge esport. Yeah, and many people have escalated the um the their abilities now. So yes, yes, yes. I think like every sport and every like every game, kind of, it takes a lot of practice. And once that practice starts to to, to diminish, kind of, it becomes even more challenging to keep up with players that practice on a regular basis. Yeah. Okay, what 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 attracts you uh, to FIFA? I guess. Competing by yourself and not depending on others, like yeah. as for example, Call of Duty, you need to um, rely on your teammates. Yeah. That's why I think I switched to FIFA mainly because you compete by yourself, just depend on yourself, practice on yourself, yes. and just actually like make a name for yourself rather than a team. Okay, all right. We had to look at your career as a as a as a professional esports player. Kind of what would be the high points and the low points? Um, high points have always been like doing well in doing well in qualifiers, like practicing for them, and the results show when you practice. So that that there are always those high points. Low points maybe uh, 
like you underperform, you struggle sometimes. That's just things that happens. Okay. Yes. 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 I mean, like every sport, the you have times where you perf- overperform or you perform to the standards that you you believe that you should meet, and there will be days when it just doesn't work out, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had to go into more detail about kind of your situation as a as a as a professional esports athlete. Like, what does it take to be a pro? Kind of for um, definitely, you need to be patient. It requires a lot of patience, time. Like you find yourself practicing against other professionals, and like the most important thing is passion. I think. To be able to, to ha- always have the passion to do better, even when things aren't going your way. Okay. So, so if you had to like uh, tell me more about this passion, the passion to play, what, what does it what does it entail, kind of? Um, basically, trying to reach the top. Mm-hmm. Always, like sometimes you find yourself um, feeling lo- like not losing hope, but you feel a bit down sometimes when like you lose an important game and stuff um you always need to have passion to be able to um to counter those those things and thoughts okay all right um kind of like every sport i assume that you have a training routine at train at times where you train kind of the Kind of, if you had to take us through, kind of being uh, taking this this sport so seriously and to this level, kind of, what does it entail? What kind of hours? How how does it work? Yeah. So basically, during the week, I just practice against other professional players. So, like the important games are usually during the weekend. So I have the whole week I practice and also I create content. Along along the way as well, I have um, TikTok, Instagram, and all that. So, YouTube, Twitch, I stream as well. So I have a lot of things to do during the week while still practicing. Okay, sounds like a lot of work, Brad. Um, yeah, yeah, to keep up. Like it's not just the gaming and the actual hours that you put into the game. It's more as well um, uh, keeping up with 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 streaming with audiences. Um yeah, I mean you you can just you can just practice only, but along the way I need to um to make a name for my, for myself as well. And I just don't want to just compete. I just want to create content and make a name for myself. Yes, yes. And I think this is something that, that the people outside do not understand. It's not just about the game, it's not about just the hours that you put in. It's also making a name for yourself out there, yes. you know. And getting recognized, getting internet, getting those international hits, kind of. Um, okay, and kind of, you 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 spoke about your routine. You spoke about um, what you go through, what it takes to be a pro. Kind of, what would you, what would you, or what would your dream be? Kind of, if you had to look in the future. Um, my dream would be. Um... To actually like qualify for playoffs in FIFA, so basically reach top sixty-four in in, in the leaderboards in the world, okay. um, and just yeah, I mean continue um, building my my brand on YouTube and Twitch, and 
support myself and even my my family. Yeah, I I I reckon it can be quite quite tough given the amount of competition that there are, there is out there and how hard perhaps certain certain people train. You know, that's quite a that's quite a challenging world out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Malta, um, we are ev- evolving in these, but like. Uh, from other countries, there are like certain boot camps where people actually players train, have their mental coach and everything. I mean, Malta, we are a bit behind that, but I'm sure that we, we will get there one day. Okay, okay. So kind of it's a it's a, it's a similar situation to what's happening in others in other sports locally as well, kind of. Um, where unfortunately we're missing the, those those fine edges. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you you find that this this kind of reality exists also in uh, in the esports world as well. Um, yes. So so you would have um, athletes who are willing to go to that, that extra mile, but unfortunately there there aren't the supporting structures kind of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what like. If if anyone is listening, kind of any aspiring esports athletes, what would be like a couple of tips that you could give to to these aspiring athletes? Yeah, actually, I get a lot of messages to, um, to give tips to people. I mean, it's always if if you're not willing to to go an extra mile for it. I mean, it's not the right section for you. I mean, you need to put in hours of practice. You need to be patient enough. Um, and it's never too late to start. I mean, pe- the the age gap. I mean, it's from like eighteen till thirty eight. People still play and compete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, kind of, you're telling people um, not to give up. And you're telling people to to put in the right effort because because kind of uh, it's it's the, you you can achieve success, but you have to put the right mindset into it, kind of. Yes. Yeah. And you mentioned people getting into contact, kind of. What what kind of questions would these people ask? Basically, um, what should I do next? I mean, people actually like try to create content. I mean, it's all it's all about timing, I guess. Like creating content, you don't need to over create content. Sometimes you just need to focus on yourself, focus on what's trending and stuff. I mean. It's all about timing at the end of the day. Do you find support from the people around you pursuing this dream kind of? Yeah, actually, yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Because sometimes uh, it could, uh, what, I, what I get at least from, from, from uh, aspiring esports athletes, that sometimes they don't find support from the people around them as well. Um, especially because at the beginning you mentioned that the older generation, not, not more like not all of them understand what being a pro esports athlete means yeah, yeah i i have like a community which which actually su- supports me enough so i'm glad i'm glad that i have such an amazing community um, around me okay could you tell us more about this community kind of i mean it it, it all started when i um created my facebook page and i used to um to like post like results and and like tactics which I use formations. Then it all escalated to Twitch and YouTube and people actually um like the content I put up and follow me um throughout the day. 
Okay. All right. So what you're saying is that people out there want this kind of support. People out there are, are re- they want it kind of. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, for sure. Okay. And uh, perhaps it's been long, long due. Um, kind of uh, the time. Uh, it's about time that someone's taking up this so seriously, you know, because there is a need for it and there is a want for for people yeah. taking esports seriously. Yes, actually, there are a lot of new faces now, which which makes me um happy about it. Okay, okay. So you're seeing uh, like a bright future ahead. Yes, for sure. Yes, there are many young, actually young young people, um, getting into this sector now. Okay, is I mean you did touch upon uh, upon the, my next question, but kind of I would like to to emphasize a bit more on it. It's kind of is there a mental aspect to esports? Mm, yes, actually, there is. Like I said, like you need to be men- mentally positive along 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 the way when you are competing. You need to be um. You need to prepare your mind for every aspect that may happen during the game. So yeah, ma- many actually many at- athletes from abroad have mental coaches with them because we are talking about small margins here. So. Those small small margins actually can cost your game. Okay, okay. So what you're telling me is that there is uh, so much that you can train, but there is also so much that yes, you exactly. Train exactly. Your, your your mind kind of for this kind of yes. Okay. Did you ever experience kind of like um, pre-match kind of I don't know where you needed to to to, to tune in yourself or perhaps something i don't know yes for sure especially during during these times in in covid and stuff like many people are actually um having trouble with their mindset and stuff and yeah i had a qualifier when i when i wasn't feeling anything positive during it and it, it showed actually i i i had bad results in it so it definitely plays mental health plays a huge part in and competitive and esports. In what way do you think that um, that COVID affected um, esports? I mean, this like st- staying inside for too long. I mean, we as gamers spent hours and hours inside, um, having the ability to go to go to go outside, have some fresh mindset. I mean. Yes. It's it's all about it's all about having like a fresh mindset. Yes, yes, and this is very interesting because a lot of people in, uh, associate online gaming with being locked inside and just wanting not to get out. And what you're saying contrasts with this. You're saying that gamers to operate at the highest level, they need to be out there. They need kind of breaks from their from their training regimes and all that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, kind of my last question would be, how would you prepare and um, uh, kind of for, for some, some big challenge which is coming up, perhaps a qualifier or, or an international event? Mentally, how would you prepare yourself? Yeah, actually, I have um, the BOV Premier League next week. So I am preparing to try and keep positive. Um, practicing as well because when you practice it's like when you are going to an exam like study study and then 
you just put your head into the actual exam. And to me, it's all about putting my head and 100% into the game. Okay. Okay. Are there moments where you need kind of to zone out a bit? Like, I don't know. Um, uh, do you cut off yeah. from the game a, a couple of hours before? Kind of how? how yes. Take yes. us through kind of the matches going to start. How how does Brent try approach his controller? Or, uh, so basically what I do, what I usually do before the, an important game, I mean, I practice like one hour, not, not more than one hour, because I, I don't want to get tired or overplay. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, before the game, it's always important to keep hydrated as well. Um, and trying to mot motivate myself as well before the game. Okay. It sounds very similar to how, how athletes prepare. In fact, I mean, the, the day before a, a football game, for instance, um, athletes, uh, footballers wouldn't like overtrain, kind of. They would train just yeah, a yeah. bit, stretch a just bit. Just a warm-up, yeah. Yes, yes. Because I think, I think it wouldn't be the right way how to approach a game if you had been playing for six hours and then you have to go play for a... Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Like two games maximum and yes. I'm all set. Okay, that's a couple of, 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 of good... Um, like a good a good overview of what what it entails to be an esports athlete, and I think interviews similar to this are very important because I think gamers need need a voice, um, need to show that it's not just a game, it's a sport, and uh, there's a lot of effort, there's a lot of emotion in it. Um, I don't know, I don't know how how you picture the way forward for esports, kind of what what. What should be the next step locally, kind of? Um, I think more organize more organizations in the sector. I mean, it's all it's all. There are a few organizations in the sector. Like there are only like four which are known and have a good following. I guess. I think having more organizations, I think that will help as well. Thank you for your time, Brancha. I really Thank appreciate you. taking the, like this opportunity to talk to us. I look forward to seeing some of your 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 games online. I do follow a yeah. bit of online gaming uh, myself. So um, you said that the BOV the BOV um, what's it called? Um, the Premier in. League. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, it will yes. start soon. Which team are you playing for? Kind of, I know. That I they're... I can't say um, right, as okay. of yet. I think right. it will be actually today. The, okay, um, it will be revealed today. Release. Yeah, yeah. Okay, looking forward to it then. Okay, good luck. Thank you. Cheers. Thank then. you. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Okay.